Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 35 of Wrestle Life Radio. It's hard to imagine that we have 35 episodes at this point, uh, but we are at uh, episode 35 of Wrestle Life Radio. And uh, so today you have me, Chris Cumby, and my beautiful, talented, amazing wife, Raquel. Say hello, Raquel. Hello. So, uh, so hashtag Heel Family is here to review NXT with you. Unfortunately, Aaliyah is really busy doing homework right now, so uh, she may be able to join us later. But um, you know, she's a great student, so she wants to st- she wants to focus on studying. So I'm I'm very proud of her for that. So we're gonna start uh, this episode as we start every episode with this day in wrestling history. So this day in wrestling history, and before I get started on this day in wrestling history, I do want to um, just just uh, bring up the failed attempt that Kyle had uh, during the AEW review show. Um, not only was it a failure, but it was it was highly disrespectful uh, to me and this entire segment. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Kyle, just don't do it anymore. All right. I don't try to do your little shtick with the uh, brass ring and the uh, future endeavors. So just, you know, stay in your lane and we'll be okay. All right. So this day in wrestling history, Uh, 14 years ago today, 14 years, that's 2005. My daughter was one. Uh, WWE presented Raw Homecoming from the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. And this was the show's return to the USA Network. So it had been off of USA, and it it was on uh, Spike TV for five years before this. And this was the first ever three-hour episode of Raw. So we didn't go into the three-hour format at this point, but it was the first one uh, that we had. So... Um, one of the really cool things is that when the show starts off, you had uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, and I think you've seen this segment, actually, because um, he's out there and like every member of the McMahon family comes out and he stuns every single member of the McMahon family, even Linda. So uh, that was a really cool way to start the show off. Uh, you had some really great uh, matches. We had Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. Man, I wish we still had them around. They fought to a 2-2 time limit draw and a 30-minute Ironman match. Um, Afterwards, Angle was offered a sudden death overtime, but he refused because at the time he was a heel. Um, Edge defeated Matt Hardy in a Money in the Bank ladder match, and because of that, Matt Hardy had to go. He got kicked off the Raw roster, Um, and so he, he went over to SmackDown. Uh, Ric Flair and Triple H defeated Carlito and Chris Masters. Uh, we've talked about this on the show before. I never liked Carlito. Uh, Chris Masters was a uh, very – he's a, a physical specimen, but he's they're no match for Ric Flair and Triple H. And afterwards, Triple H turned on Ric Flair, and uh, that killed all of what was left of Evolution at the time. Um, you had a <laughs> – Ashley and Trish Stratus defeating Candice, Michelle, Tori Wilson, and Victoria in a handicap bra and panties match. Aren't you glad we're past that? Very. Yeah, we wouldn't watch it if they still had those because we have a daughter who we're trying to teach morals to. So um, anyway, and then finally we had 
and I don't know why they did this, but they had John Cena defeating Eric Bischoff in a no disqualification match to retain the WWE Championship. So that was your uh, This Day in Wrestling History. It was when Raw went back to the USA Network 14 years ago today. So um, it's, it's good on USA. I like it on USA, um, and that's where it should be. So, uh, as you already know, probably just from listening to the Raw show, which was a great show, we had our, our special guest, Rain, who uh, she did a fantastic job. If you haven't listened to that, you want to go back and listen to that episode. And uh, if, uh, if you have a spare five hours, you can go back and listen to the AEW recap show, because good God, that was long. Um, that's, it was literally almost an hour and a half. Um, and so you had Matt saying absolutely probably 27 times and Kyle saying, uh, at least 75. So we're going to go ahead and turn, uh, any episode with Matt and Kyle into a drinking game. And anytime they say absolute or, uh, you have to take a shot and at which so you'd be drunk within the first 15 minutes. I love you guys. I know you talk smack about me when I'm not on the show. So this is, this is called retribution. Uh, so listen, we had our first night of the Wednesday night wars, right? Yes. So here at the Cumbie house at the hashtag heel family, we had two TVs going and I posted a picture of it on Twitter and we had on the big screen, we had NXT and on the small screen, we had AEW Dynamite. So we focused a lot on the NXT because we were doing the show. Um, and tried to watch some of the AEW, and um, it, it, we were a little distracted, I'm not going to lie, but based on what we saw, honey, which show do you think was better? NXT. NX freaking T all day long. Yes. So we're, okay, we're going to come up and say it right now. We're extremely biased. We love NXT. It, it's almost like it's its own entity at this point, yeah. and we love it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not to say AEW wasn't good. We liked the show. We just thought NXT was better. And in that aspect, I think we're going to have our own little Wednesday night war between the episodes of reviewing AEW and reviewing NXT. <laughs> I, I just kind of have a feeling this is going to happen. And in which case, you know, it's it's a little not fair because Matt does all the editing, so I'm sure he's going to, like, take out half the things I say to make it sound like I'm saying things I'm not really saying, but it's all good. Um, it starts off, ladies and gentlemen, NXT starts off with the NXT Championship match. And, man, it was good. Yes, it was. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and quote my, my, my dear friend Matt Sin and say, Oh, boy, it was a good one. Uh, we had Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle. And if you listen to our review last week, we told you what we thought of Adam Cole and Matt Riddle. We think very highly of Adam Cole. And you know what? We didn't say a lot of really nice things about Matt Riddle. We did say that he's getting better. And I'm going to say this right now. And it's on record. We're recording this. That was the best Matt Riddle match I've ever seen. Yes, it was. Honey, what did you think? Yeah, he did very well in it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he... He, he sold the hits mm -hmm. the best he's ever done. I felt like we were watching a real wrestling match, even though we know it's scripted and we know that um, these things are planned out. Mm -hmm. It felt so real. There was so much high action in this 
match. There was a lot of power hits. You know, it was a lot of bam, you know, and you just each each uh, wrestler just really killed it. There was a lot of great back and forth. At one point, Cole hits this like um, Matt Riddle had him up on his shoulders and he was uh, swinging him around to do a move. And Cole turns it into this like modified backbreaker. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of reminded us of what Sasha Banks does with her backbreaker. Amazing. The crowd even starts to chant Mamma Mia, yeah. right? Because they <laughs> knew what uh, Mary, uh, I can't say his name right. Whatever. You know who I'm talking about. You knew that what he was going to, what he was going to say. And speaking of the crowd, man, they were chant- chanting almost the entire match. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Uh-huh. You know, you had uh, Undisputed, Let's Go Bro. Undisputed, Let's Go Bro. Almost the entire 20 minutes of the match. And yes, they gave them a solid 15 to 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know. And just speaking about the, the rest of the, the show, every match was given ample time. Yes. Nothing was rushed. There was no squash matches. There was nothing that made anyone look weak. Every single match, both wrestlers or both teams looked solid. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Yeah, it was a um, it was a really good um, show. Yeah. So um, thank you for that. Uh, so <laughs> one of the things that Kyle had mentioned in the AEW review was that. AEW this week was a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. You know, with with Raw and SmackDown, you have sports entertainment. Yeah, you have a soap opera. You know, that's what those are Kyle's words, and it's true. You know, I totally one hundred percent agree. This NXT was a wrestling show, also, um, and so if you love wrestling, you would love what happened on Wednesday night. Man, I, I'm just overwhelmed with wrestling right now. Um, and so, anyways, going back to this match. Uh, Riddle takes so I mean, they, they were going back and forth, right? I mean, Cole had the upper hand, Matt Riddle had the upper hand. Uh, and then all of a sudden Riddle <laughs> toward the end of the match, it's like he just hit a ton of finishers yes. back to back to back to back. He just bam, picked up Cole, bam, picked up and just hit him. And I was like, oh my God, I think Matt Riddle might win this. I was kind yeah. of afraid for a minute. <laughs> And then he he pins him one two oh Adam Cole and I marked I'm not gonna lie I was like oh my god this is awesome <laughs> um, at one point he even hit uh, Riddle hit Cole with a GTS I mean hit him with a go to sleep and I thought he was gone to sleep so Cole uh, fights through and then he wins with his finisher with the knee to the back of the head also known as the last shot and he had a clean win. Mm-hmm. Yes, his uh, bodies didn't interfere. Exactly. Undisputed Era did not get involved with this match at all. Yeah. Which was impressive. Yeah, I was very surprised. Um, uh, this really set the tone uh, for the entire show. Mm-hmm. You know, they the, the guys mentioned in the AEW review that um, the Cody Rhodes match and the Sammy Guevara match, that it set the tone for that show. That was the best match of the show. Mm-hmm. We were watching both again. Uh, and that was fantastic. It was a great match. And this match was on par. Mm-hmm. You know, you expect Cody Rhodes to have a great match. You expect him to tell a good story. Well, these guys told a good story. They were high flying. They were, they really uh, stole the show. 
Yeah. But they set the bar mm-hmm. really high. And what was great about NXT and about this episode is that even though they set the bar super duper high, everyone else, and I mean everyone else, raised their game. Yeah. Everybody did really well. I was impressed. So Adam Cole celebrating, you know, he, he has the title. He, he's by himself. Again, Undisputed Era is not out there. And then all of a sudden you hear the music of one Finn Balor. I know. <laughs> it was so cool. It was awesome. The crowd just popped. I mean, one of the biggest pops I think I've heard in a long time. And, uh, you know, the crowd does the the part, you know, dun, 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 ha! you know and, and we're doing it in the house. We're excited <laughs> to see him. He gets on the mic and Finn says, as of now, He's NXT, meaning Finn Balor's back in NXT. And man, I'm excited. Yeah. Honey, what do you think? I was kind of shocked that he would come back to NXT. I mean, do they take a pay cut when they go? That I don't know. No. I don't know know that answer. Um, I imagine that the superstars wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure that the NXT stars don't make as much, but... You know, a lot of what they make, too, is involved with, you know, um, the, the T-shirt sales and, and those kind of things. And and so Finn Balor has a lot of T-shirt sales. I mean, we bought, you know, 20 of them here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're super excited. We love Finn Balor on NXT. I feel like he really flourished. Yeah. You know, he got to, you know, be Demon Balor um, for, for all of the, for every takeover. I think just like WWE, I think when he hurt his shoulder, it kind of derailed his advancement in the um, company mm-hmm. on WWE. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he was the universal cha- the very first universal champion. Yeah. He hurt his, his shoulder. He had to give it up the next night and then never got an opportunity after. Yeah. I mean, it took it took so many months for him to be even considered in the title picture. Yeah. And he deserves so much better than that. Yeah. He really did. I mean, he is a great wrestler. Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar had the title for all that time, and he did crap. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have someone like this who could put on a show, who can put people over, and isn't afraid to, because we all know poor little Brock doesn't like to lose. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're excited that he's back where he belongs in NXT. However long that is, I don't know. But he's definitely coming after that title. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There will be some good matches there. Oh, I'm so excited to see Adam Cole and Finn Balor. I mean, those are going to be epic. Yeah. (laughs) Epic. Those are going to be the ones that you talk about years later. So then we go on uh, immediately to the women's uh, title match. No, we don't. We don't have the women's title match. I'm sorry. We have a video package. My bad. We have a video package for the Shayna uh, Baszler and Candice LeRae. Very well put together. Mm-hmm. Getting you excited for the match that's to come. And then we have the Velveteen Dream. Love Velveteen Dream. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> what do you think? He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> his, his persona is very androgynous. Yes. <laughs> but you cannot deny what He's he does a great in the ring. Wrestler. I mean, fantastic. So he comes out. He has a new couch, by the way. The one that, you know, that was burned down. He He's replaced it. I don't know if he went to Ashley Furniture or not, but he mm-hmm. got a new 
couch and he's surrounded by even more women now. So there's the androgynous part because you're like, is he or isn't he? I don't know. But he, he definitely made some jokes about Roderick Strong and multiple guys yeah. <laughs> during his promo, uh, which, you know, that was like, okay, whatever. So anyway, uh, so basically uh, he is calling out uh, Roderick Strong. He said, I want my, basically wants a, a rematch for the title. And if you saw the match when he lost the title to Roderick Strong, it was amazing. And the only reason Roderick Strong won is because Undisputed Era got involved. Again. Again. But which is a heel thing, which is normal. So I just hope that we have another one of those fantastic matches. I hope it's on a takeover so they're given even more time. And uh, we're excited about that. So that's coming. Next week we have, uh, there's another promo for, uh, we know that Leo Rush is back. Uh, oh, before I go on to that, so, you know, Velveteen Dream obviously has purple lighting. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how the production team doesn't see this and why the WWE keeps doing this. Anytime they, they use purple lighting for him or like blue lighting for The Undertaker, you can't see anything on yeah, the screen. You can't. <laughs> it just, it completely washes out. And all you can see is like a shadow. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Don't they get this? Like, aren't there people in the back of a truck watching this saying, we can't see a crap. Like, yeah. we can't see a thing. Yeah. So you would think that they've learned their lesson by now, but they haven't. So I'm sure the people at the house, in, in, at the at the show, thought it was looked really cool. But the people at home were like, is he standing there? Because I can't quite make him out. Yeah. Every time The Undertaker comes out, you can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you'd think that they learned that purple and blue just don't go well with uh, TV, but... You know, maybe one day someone will, you know, throw a bone to him. All right, going on. So we, we know that Leo Rush is back, and Leo Rush is deciding that he's going after Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship. Now, the Cruiserweight Championship has changed its name. Did you notice that? No. They're now calling it the NXT Cruiserweight title. Oh. So we had talked uh, uh, several weeks ago it was Matt, Kyle, and myself talking about what to do with the cruiserweight division. And we, we, we all had talked about either putting them um, both on you know, SmackDown and Raw. And then I even came up and uh, I think maybe Kyle or Matt both said that we thought that it would be good to put them on NXT mm-hmm. um, to kind of have that for NXT now that it's two hours and there's more time to fill. And so clearly that's the, the goal here. So now it is the NXT Cruiserweight title. And we're going to have that match next week. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Drew Gulak has been a great champion, but I, I think that Leo Rush is probably going to take it. I mean, he he had a huge pop when he came back a couple weeks ago. So anyway, so now we're going to move on to the next match of the night, which is Io Shira and uh, Mia Yim. Um I was so excited to see these two in a, in a ring together. Yeah. What did you think, honey? Um, it was an awesome match. I love Io Shirai. I think she's an awesome wrestler, and she just bounces off those uh those um the ropes the ropes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's the the queen of the sky. Yeah, yes. that's that's her her name. And and I like the new kind of edgier EO. Yeah, I liked her outfit. Yeah, she has like this kind of black and yellow kind of uh, leather. Yeah. 
But it was different than the ones that she has been wearing. Yeah, yeah, very different. Yeah. And her her entrance, she has a new song, her her lighting, her strobe lights. lights. (laughs) If you're epileptic, you're going to have a seizure. Uh, They're probably going to have to put that like on warnings on all NXT house shows. Like if you have (laughs) seizures, shut your eyes eyes when Io Shirai comes out. Um, So uh, her and and Mia Yim, first of all, the match was amazing. Um, in fact, I think this match actually went a little bit longer than the title match by like a minute and a half. Um, and so during the first match, they didn't really have any commercial breaks. But during this match, they did something that AEW did. Uh, maybe they had the same production managers, but they did this picture in picture during the commercial. Um, and, and I kind of agree with the guys. Like, it's it's a little distracting. It is. I kept looking at the commercials rather right. than the wrestling. Right. And they had some big things happening yeah. during the commercial. I mean, there was some big moves happening. And I was like, I feel like I'm missing out here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, the match was amazing. They both looked strong. Um, a lot of back and forth. Um, EO hit the 619. Uh, which with, with her, her uh, she loves Rey Mysterio. They talk about it all the time. She had this, the 619 and then the uh, splash off the top rope. Mia Yim uh, hit with the code blue. And and I thought that that might be hit, honestly, uh, because of how, how good she hit. But EO kicked out. Uh, there was a superplex off the top turnbuckle uh, that EO hit on Mia Yim that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, EO hit a moonsault off the top rope. And man, that moonsault was beautiful. Yeah, they kept slowing it in slow motion. Yeah, I mean, even in, <laughs> in slow-mo, it was fast. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the king of, of, of moonsaults, obviously, is um, Matt, you know, Jeff Hardy. Okay. And Jeff Hardy has an amazing moonsault. But EO Shiraz is just, it's so fluid. It's mm-hmm. like she's not even trying and it's it's a low trajectory, and she hit the perfect spot, and man alive, it was it was good. Yeah. What did you think of the match as a whole? As a whole, I think the women did amazing. Um, I think it was one of the better matches, even though it wasn't like for a title or anything. They really um, showed the women how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, Matt and I and Kyle talk about a lot how. It, we want to see more women matches on the main roster that aren't involving a title. Yeah. Um, because there's really not. Mm-hmm. The NXT women know how to do that. Yeah. And and the the main roster women need to take a note of what this looks. Now, obviously, the four horsewomen, they're all in a title match. So it's like you always say everyone but them, mm-hmm. right? You know, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey. Those are kind of the standard yeah. for the women's division. And so they're all in a title match. Mm-hmm. But then you have the rest. And and I even want to throw Alexa Bliss in there because she's good. Yeah. She's a title holder right now, right? There she got the tag team. Yes. Um, and so, you know, she is obviously very good as well. So you've got those five and then the rest. And they don't they don't know how to have these non title feuds like the NXT women do. Yeah. And if they do, they're very short and very rushed. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, the, I mean, I'm not complaining because it wasn't any good, but the Natalia and, um, what's her name? 
women's uh, right. Yeah, the Marine. Yeah. Yeah. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Thank you, darling. <laughs> I'm so bad with names, y'all. I really am. It's it's not that it's not that they're forgettable. I just I'm bad with names. And I know what they look like. So I, I, if I just describe it, my wife will help me out. Uh, their match was like three and a half minutes on Raw, which we're fine with because they're not any good. But, yeah, no. um, but what if they were given the time, right? What if they were given 15 to 20 minutes like these ladies were? Now, I don't know if they could fill it, to be honest with you, because these ladies know how to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's why they don't give them that much time. Probably. They no, they can't fill all those minutes. Probably. So at one point, do these women move up and show the other women how it's done? Yeah. But then I'm afraid. That they'll get pushed in like them and not be able to do matches. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and I'm afraid that we're going to, we, we'll lose some of that mm-hmm. whenever our favorites go up to the main roster. I mean, we see it. We saw it with Finn. Yeah. You know? Um, after that, after the match is over, they, they pan over and man, Nash and Hall are in the audience. The Outsiders, NWO, they're there and they're enjoying the match. And man alive, it was great to see them. They were, uh, they they looked impressed by the women's match. Yeah, they did. I mean, Scott Hall was like, look at that. So <laughs> it was cool. Um, we see the Street Profits and Bianca Belair show up, which I didn't know that uh, Montez Ford was married to Bi- Bi- Bianca Belair. Neither did I. <laughs> I knew she was married to another wrestler. I didn't realize it was him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, they really go together, don't they? They do. I mean, the two most athletic people ever. Right? <laughs> so if they had superlatives, they would win most athletic. You oh, know? Yeah. So, uh, and then we get a really cool video about uh, Tegan Knox. So if you don't know who Tegan Knox is, she is a female wrestler that was in the uh, May Young yes. classic. And and we really liked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that she was actually supposed to win the whole thing before yes. she got her injury. Yeah. Even Michael Cole, when they were calling the matches, he said, this is my pick to win the yeah. entire thing. Mm-hmm. And she looked awesome. And then during one of her matches, we're, we're not exactly sure what happened, but she tore her knee up. Yeah. She tried to keep going. She God did. bless her soul. She tried to keep going. But at one point, she gave the signal that the refs give. She gave the X, the crossing the arms, the X of, we got to stop this. Yeah. I need help. Yeah. And uh, she had, she's, she's had surgery. She had a lot of training. I think that's like the second surgery on that knee. Yeah. Because it was the one that had the brace on. Yeah. So uh, she, she'll apparently be back soon, which we're excited yeah. about. Um, and because we really like Tegan Knox, and I think that she has a great future ahead. Uh, all right. Next, we have uh, the heart and soul of NXT. We have Johnny Gargano come out. And uh, as they're introducing Johnny Gargano with his 18 nicknames, uh, because according to the commentators, he has more heart than Valentine's Day. He's Mixer NXT, he's Johnny Wrestling, he's Johnny Takeover, and the first Triple Crown winner of NXT. Oh, I forgot who he was for a second. I'm like, who's Johnny Gargano? Wow, Johnny Wrestling. Come on. Candice LeRae's husband. There we go. Uh, We had the heart and soul of NXT versus Shane Thorne. Um, I didn't really know who Shane Thorne was, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, They had about a 10-minute match, and... Man, Johnny Thorne looked pretty good. He did. 
he looks pretty good. Uh, uh, Johnny Gargano and Shane, they, they had some great, they started off with some great mat wrestling. Uh, they were, um, they really had each other kind of, uh, uh, studied up. They knew what the other person was going to do. Uh, some great mat wrestling, like I said, and then Thorne has some classic heel moves to get a lot of heat where he's doing some stuff outside the ring where he's, you know, hitting him up against the, the post. He knocks mm-hmm. him into the apron. Um, but then of course, Johnny starts to get momentum. He does a spear through the second rope from the outside. Um, and it was funny because, you know, the crowd is always really into every NXT match. We, mm-hmm. we discussed this last week. The NXT crowd is better than any other crowd. Um, and, and there was this guy's voice kind of kind of coming over, and I couldn't make out what he was saying, but I swear to God, he said, get him a body bag, you know, because of Johnny, you know, Johnny Sweep the Leg from uh-huh. Karate Kid. Anyway, um, <laughs> at least I thought that's what he said. That's what my mind told me he said. <laughs> but some great back and forth. Thorne hits a cannonball into the uh, in, into Gargano. Uh, uh, then he hits this massive power bomb. It kind of reminded me of the Undertaker's last ride, where he just picked him up over his head, power bombed him onto the ground. Uh, great counters by both these guys, but finally Gargano wins. Uh, he first he hits this like pile driver flip, which was amazing. Uh, he's done this before, so go back and watch the match after the show's over. But he hits this pile driver flip, which was awesome, and then he he kicks the super kick, which is. It had the DIY style super kick, and Gargano wins. It was fantastic. What do you think? It was a good match. I think the other guy, I think he'll be a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I agree. He uh, he lo- seen more of him though. Yeah, I mean, this was the first time I had seen him yeah. on TV. He probably does like house shows for NXT, and so some of the real NXT faithful may know him. Definitely the heel tonight because he got some heat. Um, but yeah, great match. So, Mrs. Johnny Gargano, which is Candice LeRae, now it's time for their match, right? Yes. Okay, I didn't get screwed up this time. No. <laughs> so, Mrs. Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae comes out. Uh, she's going to fight Shayna Baszler for the women's title. Uh, uh, Shayna, Shayna, Shayna Baszler comes out, and, um, you know, she has her her two goons with her. What I'm glad of is that she did send them to the back. Yes. So they did not get involved in this match, uh, which I was very impressed with. I, you know, I felt like that was a great move. Uh, one of the lines of the night, I even wrote it down was, um, uh, says, you're more likely to have your name spelled correctly on a Starbucks cup than Shayna Baszler being usurped of the title. So, (laughs) (laughs) man, I thought that was hilarious. I laughed out loud. I looked to Raquel said, you hear that? He's no, cause she was looking at her phone. Anyway. Um, uh, again, there was a lot of the picture in picture in this, uh, with the, the, the commercials happening. Yeah. Um, but this one, a lot of the big moves weren't happening during the commercial this time. So I was glad about that. So even though I was distracted, but when, when it started off, LeRae was in control at the start of the match. She had some amazing, you know, these high flying moves and they kept wrestling during the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. They didn't just rest. I mean, they did have some, some, some things going on. Um, and even during the commercial break, I, they did have a big move. I forgot about this. 
So during the commercial break, Loray gets uh, Baszler in a Black Widow. So if you remember yes. AJ Lee's finisher, yes. AJ Lee had this finisher where she put him in a Black Widow, and she got her in this yeah. during the commercial. I, I was like, what, 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 what? <laughs> so, so I'm watching it. It was awesome. Baszler finally does get out of it, unfortunately. Um, and then, uh, so as she, when she gets out of it, uh, they, they end up outside, uh, they, they throw a Baszler slings Lorraine into the steps Yeah, and, and then she puts her hand in the steps and kicks it. Like she's like jacking up her arm and, and another line, another line. He, he was on fire tonight. He said, Siberia is the coldest place on earth. <laughs> But nothing is colder than Baszler's heart. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. He, I don't know if he plans these or if they just come up, but man, he's good. Yeah. So, uh, so it looks like Baszler's going to take control, but no, no, no. Loray comes back, and Loray jumps into the ring, and she does these three suicide dives into Baszler back to back to back. Whole time we're hearing these chants: "New champ, old champ, new <laughs> champ, old champ." I mean, they. The, the, the crowd was really pushing for Larray. Uh, Baszler suplex Larray from the top turnbuckle. There's some more back and forth. Um, and then Baszler went to put Larray uh, in the clutch. Larray reverses and puts her in it. Yes. Which I was, it, it was incredible. I mean, I really thought she was going to, I, oh my God. I, for a second, I thought she was going to win. Yeah. <laughs> using the clutch, using. Mm-hmm. Uh, La- uh, uh, Baszler's own, own move, but unfortunately, uh, she got out of it. And so then at this point they get to the top rope and LeRae hits this diving swinging neck breaker that I really thought was going to be it. Yeah. I thought it was over. I was mm-hmm. like, she's going to win. Yeah. Oh my God. One, two. Oh, again, <laughs> again, she kicks out. So then uh, Baszler puts her in the clutch. Larray fights for a while, but eventually she does what everyone does and taps out. Mm-hmm. And stupid Shayna Baszler wins. Yep. So we have decided that Baszler is the... Female version of Brock Lesnar. She is the NXT female Brock Lesnar. Yes. They even have the same kind of Neanderthal-looking forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's mean. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hashtag not sorry. But anyway, and again, this was, they gave him plenty of time. This mm-hmm. was like 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, this was a good long match. Uh, and then the camera showed that Stephanie McMahon, Mark Henry, and Alondra Blaze are all sitting together in the front row watching it, and they were just amazed by the match. Again, it was fantastic. Oh, I was so excited. I'm exhausted just thinking about this. I mean... This was such a good show. Yeah. And then we find out that next week Kushida's going to uh, face Walter, which <laughs> I'm afraid is going to be a squash match. But I, I don't. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because NXT has not done squash matches. So, um, except for the first week, which uh, Matt already covered. So then we're going to have a match. Uh, Pete Dunn comes out the Bruiser weight. Uh, we we like Pete Dunn. He's a face, but he is like a heel face almost, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have Danny Birch comes out. Danny Birch, who loves peace because he comes out with the peace sign everywhere he goes. 
And this was a an all British match, and man, it was a hard hitting British match. Mm-hmm. These guys were hitting each other so hard it hurt me watching. <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic. It was very fast at the beginning, and then Pete Dunne starts with his limb focusing, which. If you play the video game, you can do this like limb, like focusing, like you want to just take out their legs and their arms and their body. Well, Pete Dunne is the real life version of the video game. Like he's like, I'm going to go after your arms now. And I'm going to like turn them in a way that your arms aren't supposed to turn. And then I'm going to stomp on your hand. (laughs) And you're like, oh my God, there's no way this doesn't hurt. There's no way he's stomping on their hands and it doesn't hurt. But anyway, um, all these power hits were going on. Birch hits the uh, – at one point, uh, Dunn's on the outside on the apron and Birch's on the inside. He pulls in Dunn and Dunn's legs are on the top rope. And then he and then uh, Birch DDT's Dunn, which was amazing. I love the DDT, by the way. Jake mm-hmm. the Snake was the best of the DDT. Um, and then <laughs> another line of the night, he says, They're rocking each other like the Casbah. Ah, uh, okay. You know the song, yeah. Rock the Casbah. So he goes, they're rocking each other like the Casbah. I laughed out loud. Clearly my wife didn't get the joke at first. No. Um, <laughs> so then Dunn hits the his finisher of the bitter end, and he gets the win. You know, this was uh, just under 10 minutes. Another fantastic, uh, good match. I like that this match was a little shorter because we've had a lot of long matches. Mm-hmm. But even though it was almost 10 minutes. Yeah. Um. It gave us a little bit of a break. And the reason why it only went that long is because as soon as the match was over, uh, the lights go out and there's a spotlight on Pete Dunne. And he's kind of looking around like, what's going on? What's going on? And then Damian Priest attacks him out of nowhere. And if you don't know who Damian Priest is, he's this large man, uh, very chiseled, lots of tattoos. And they call him the Archer, right? Mm -hmm. And so after he... Uh, after Dunn is just on the ground, laying there, not moving. Uh, 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 what's his name? I just lost it. Uh, no, Damian Priest Damian does this Priest. thing where he's like, he like he's taking an arrow and he slings it toward the screen, uh-huh. and perfect timing, his name just comes out in fire. <laughs> like it was really cool. It was like a Robin Hood with uh-huh. the flaming thing and it just lit up. It was really neat. Um, and so then we go and we're almost done for the night. Uh, we, after this match, after, uh, Damien Priest looks really strong, it's time for the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era. We've got Fisher and O'Reilly as the main event. The Street Profits come out they have this huge entrance, which I will say it went a little long. Mm-hmm. The, the intro, it, they came out with this rapper. Um, I think, what was his name? Like, uh, Wally or I don't know. I feel so out of the loop. I don't know who these rappers are. Wally. Wally. So, uh, so Wally comes out, I guess is his name. I don't know. And they, they do this. He's rapping the whole way down and the, the crowds into it. Everyone has the red solo cup and they're just jumping around. Like it's this huge party, really cool. And then out comes the undisputed era. Uh, it wasn't as big of a, as an entrance. And then um, another line of the night, he says that they undisputed era has more chemistry than the periodic table. <laughs> love this guy, right? I mean, love him. 
See, I don't get those until you say it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get I it. Well, I'm way more paying attention. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just, I immediately start laughing and she looks at me like I'm crazy most of the time. <laughs> and I'm used to it, right? I'm used to it. She looks at me like I'm crazy all the time. So this match, you know, it started and I was like, wow, I, I you know, this isn't going to be very long because it's at this point, it's, um, I think it was like a quarter till whenever, uh, street profits came out and the show ends at 11. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you, and spoiler, no, no, the show ends at, yeah, 10. You're right. It was a two hour show. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler alert here. They went into overtime. They did. They went 10 minutes into overtime. So we had like a solid 20 minutes. I mean, this went a solid 20 minutes. (laughs) And go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, he fell asleep or he dozed off in the beginning. And I I yelled at him. I was like, you better stay up for this. Listen, I dozed (laughs) off during the intro because it was so long. (laughs) Like, listen, I work a full-time job. I'm sure you do too, listeners. And so at the end of the night... (laughs) You're a little tired, right? And we have both, you know, shows going on. I'm trying to keep track of as much as I can. I got a little tired <laughs> at this point. Dozed off during the intro because I don't really care about rapping. So uh, anyway, I saw the whole match, yeah. darling. <laughs> Thank you so much. At least I caught the rocking like the Casbah thing and you didn't. So, all right. So uh, I'm not going to go really in depth into this match because it was really, you need to watch it. Mm-hmm. You really do. And we're already 41 minutes in. And so um, it was a, a, it was a great match. It was really good back and forth. Undisputed era took control really and did that. What heels do best where they just, they single one guy out mm-hmm. and don't let him get out. Uh, and it was Ford. Ford got beat up all night long. He starts to fight back. Uh, Fish hits uh, a rolling butterfly suplexes, like back to back to back. It was yes. almost like Eddie's uh, Three Amigos, but these these uh, rolling butterfly suplex, suplexes, which were awesome. Uh, Ford keeps getting double teamed. Uh, finally, finally he fights back, and Dawkins gets the hot tag. He cleans the house out. Uh, he goes to spear... Uh, O'Reilly and Fish kind of at the same time. O'Reilly leapfrogs over him and he spears Fish, which knocks Fish out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But then Undisputed Era starts to... Well, it was O'Reilly. He started it. He, he goes after Dawkins' legs, right? Yeah. And Dawkins is a big dude. Yeah. So the best thing he can do is go after his legs. Um, and so he, he there's more close calls. And so at one point, uh, Undisputed Era and Dawkins are outside the ring. And Ford is inside and he comes running and he does this dive outside over the, the outside post and lands on them and hit half his leg lands on the, on the, uh, on the gate, on the railing. Yes. And the rest on them. And oh my goodness. Looks like it hurt. It looked like it hurt, but it was amazing. Mm -hmm. He's so tall though. He is extremely tall and extremely talented and very, very, very athletic. I mean, he got air. He flew. Yeah. Uh, it was. It looks so cool. Um, they're going back and forth. Uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, Roderick Strong comes out because the Undisputed Era has to get involved in some way. So uh, <laughs> Dawkins sees him and he sp- Spears him on the apron, yeah. which looked like it hurt both of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> it was a killer spear. 
I got to say, Dawkins has one of the best spears in the business. And he just he gets him, uh, and I think it knocked him out too. Um, and then O'Reilly and Fish, uh, unfortunately, they go high-low on Ford, and they retain. And the Undisputed Era ends the night, and they all still have their gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, uh, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong are in the ring. Cole comes out, but Cole stays up on the ramp. He's pointing at him. He's celebrating with him. And then the music changes. And you're like, wait a second. Who's coming out now? And and Cole, Cole's face was great. Cole's celebrating, and then all of a sudden he just looks down like, oh, God, another person <laughs> interrupting me while I'm celebrating. And who is it? Who is it, baby? Tell me. Come on. Oh, you're looking at me with a blank stare. Oh, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Oh, with a huge pop. Yeah. And he's looking even more chiseled than he did before. His beard is huge. And he comes out, and he's looking at Goldie. I have to say, I love Finn Balor, but I was very excited when I saw him. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's a shocker here, folks. I was really excited when I saw him come out. (laughs) Wow. Because let me tell you something. Uh, If if you've never seen Tommaso Ciampa wrestle, you're missing out, man. Yeah. I mean, he is fantastic. You you wouldn't think that seeing him. And it's kind of like another Finn Balor. He had the title. He had to give it up because he hurt himself. Right, right. So And he loved Goldie. Yeah. <laughs> he loved some Goldie. And when he came out, he was just staring at Goldie. And he has a new, a new. Uh, it sounded like a new song. Um, and anyway, it was great. Uh-huh. And so he circles around Adam Cole, and then he stops, and then he and Cole just stare each other down, and that's the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Yes. So good. Very good show. Uh, the show. You didn't want it to end. No. And it almost didn't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it went into overtime. I mean, we had 10, 10, 10 more minutes. So we had two hours and 10 minutes of nonstop action. Yes. So we're going to grade this. Uh, baby, I'm going to let you go first. I give it an A+. Plus. Woo! I know. Tell me why. I mean, the matches just were nonstop wrestling. There was no chit-chatting involved. They did what they had to do. There were so many surprises mm-hmm. um, with people coming out, and it was I, it was just amazing. Listen, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, this this show was fantastic. Um, I was distracted a little bit trying to watch this and AEW at the same time. He has on that one out. I, mean, I don't <laughs> think I even saw like any of the matches. Uh, there were some good ones. Yeah. There were some good ones. Um, Cody Rhodes was good. I mean, he was the best match of the night. Um, and you didn't see this, but uh, Jack Thwagger made his uh, debut on AEW. I saw it. You saw that? Yeah. Okay, so Jack Thwagger. Jack, Jack Thwagger's back. Yeah. Um, and you told yes, me he was an MMA. Yeah, he was an MMA fighter. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry. We're, we're, di- you know, we're, we're going off here. Uh, I'm going to give you my grade of NXT. So listen, from top to bottom, this was a, a great show. And you know what? Even when they did some little segments... It had to do with the show. Yes. It wasn't like random stupid crap. Mm-hmm. And even the videos, they were like teasing for next week. It made me want to watch next week even more. Yeah. I cannot wait for this. And I'm upset because NXT is on USA now and not on the network. So I can't just watch it whenever I want now. 
you know, with the network, I could start it later and then watch it over. With, yeah. Now with USA, like they, they put it on the network, but it's like two weeks after. <laughs> so I'm going to be missing AEW because NXT is so darn good. Yeah. You guys stay up for it. <laughs> oh, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> my wife gave it an A plus. I'm going to give it an A. Yeah. I'm going to give it an A because it was amazing. And I cannot wait to see how these storylines continue and it was just, it was great. It was fantastic. Now, when Shayna Baszler loses her title, I'll give it like an A plus 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 oh. plus 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 plus. Listen, when she loses, <laughs> when she loses, I'm gonna pop and scream <laughs> yeah. like the biggest mark in the world. We might have to like, if we're watching Takeover, we might have to pause it and rewind it. Yeah. <laughs> To watch her lose again. Yes. Because <laughs> then that'll be my favorite match of all time. Yeah, anyway. right. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we we did less time this week than last week. I'm really proud of us. We Yay. didn't ramble on like uh, Matt and Kyle do. Uh, because good God. All right. If you need to go fall asleep, go listen to the AEW show. I'm kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Well, I'm not much of a talker. so You're not, but... That's why we get along. I mean, we're like the yin and yang. That's our, our love relationship. Yeah. I love my wife. Uh, so we're going to wrap up tonight. Uh, uh, stay tuned. We have more shows coming this week. We have the SmackDown review show, which uh, Matt and Carol are going to do. Uh, that should maybe, I think, coming out Saturday. Uh, and then we have our Hell in a Cell preview show, uh, which I think that's going to come out either Friday night or Saturday morning. Um, and so we're really excited about Hell in a Cell. Uh, so pay you know, stay tuned, pay attention. We're going to have even more shows next week. Oh my goodness. Uh, so anyways, we just thank you so much for listening. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, you can, uh, you can like us and follow us on Facebook at wrestle life radio on Instagram at wrestle life radio and Twitter at wrestle life pod. You can follow Matt at wrestle life, Matt at both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Kyle at Kyle.Polly on Instagram. You can follow me. And you know what? I'm, I normally give my Instagram out, but my Instagram isn't working very well. So I'm just going to go with my Twitter. So follow me on Twitter at WrestleLifeHeel because I'm apparently the heel of the show, even though I'm treated very poorly by the other faces. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> please, uh, like I said, like, share, subscribe, follow us. Uh, give us some suggestions on some roundtable that you want us to talk about. Uh, if you want to hear, if you want to hear an all women show and have Carol and Raquel do oh, a God, show, no. <laughs> that would be so cool. No. I just came up with a marketing <laughs> genius idea. I can't wait for that show. Uh, and we'll even throw Aaliyah in there too. And she'll just sit there and go, hi, I think it'd be the quietest show. <laughs> that show would be like 10 minutes long. All right. So, so I hope, I hope we do this sometime. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We love wrestling, and uh, what a great week to be a wrestling fan. Um, thanks so much for listening. You want to say goodbye? Bye. That was deep. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great night. Bye.